How can Christians face the possibilities and uncertainties of a new year with faith in Christ? Welcome to Doctrine for Life with Dr. Joel Beakey. Today we hear the first part of Dr. Beakey's message on Romans 13, verses 12 through 14, Facing the Future as Soldiers of Light. Originally delivered as a message for the new year in early 2019, Dr. Beakey begins this message by giving special scriptures for each ministry of the church, and then he proceeds to speak on his text about how it calls us to be prepared and to be equipped through Jesus Christ for the future. As you listen, may the Spirit give you ears to hear. Dear congregation, on behalf of the pastors and the full consistory and our wives, we wish you all every blessing in this new year in Emmanuel, the born King Babe of Bethlehem. Our theme this year, to set the tone for this year, is going to just be these words. I hope you remember them, boys and girls. Cast off and put on. Cast off the works of darkness and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that in this year, we may be given grace to do that, to cast away sin, and to put on the Lord Jesus Christ as our prophet, our priest, and our king, so that the glory of God would be our conscious, daily, intentional way of life, and that that would translate into impacting every ministry, every outreach, of this dear congregation. And so it's our wish for you as consistory brethren in this day, in this year. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And for the catechism class students, remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while all the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 1. And for the teachers, come, ye children, hearken to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Psalm 34, 11. I pray that this year for the Bible study groups and the adult and family living classes that we would experience happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding, Proverbs 3.13. And for the confession of faith students, that you may say with Peter this year, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, Matthew 16.16. We pray for our our youth, our young people's groups. Search the Scriptures, for in them 
ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. John 5.39 And for our women's Esther Guild, this woman was full, Dorcas, of good works and alms deeds, which she did. Acts 9.36 For our custodian, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalm 27, 14. For our organists, praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. Psalm 149, verse 1. For our three choirs, the Heritage Voices, the Men's Choir, the Children's Choir, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness as say, praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever. Second Chronicles twenty twenty one. For our teachers and helpers in local mission efforts, be it Sunday school, neighborhood evangelism, Heritage Hills Outreach Ministry, nursing home, jail or prison ministry, food bank ministry, missions to the homeless, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, with all long suffering and doctrine. Second Timothy four verse two. For those who labor in the distribution of God's word through the banner of sovereign grace truth, the Trek Mission, Inheritance Publishers, Reformation Heritage Books, the Tape Room, the Gospel Trumpet, the Radio Ministry, Electronic Ministries of various kinds on various websites, cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many Days. Ecclesiastes 11.1 1. For the school board, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Psalm 32, verse 8. For the administrators and teachers, now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Proverbs 8.32 And for volunteers and other capacities for church or school, be it in preparation of family news or the bulletin, ushering, attending nursery, supervising, assisting in catechism classes or in Sunday school, assisting the handicapped, assisting the deacons, preparing mailings, serving as parking lot attendants, serving on various committees, a regenerate thrift store, other causes perhaps forgotten. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially to them who are of the household of faith. Galatians 6, 9, and 10. For the hundreds of prisoners that receive the banner and those other hundreds or thousands that listen to sermons and sermon audio, may God confirm this year for you, Psalm 107:14. God brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and break their bars in sunder. For our elementary, our high school, our college and seminary students, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Proverbs 8.17 For husbands and wives, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. Ephesians 5.33 and for parents, train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22, verse 6. 
for seniors and grandparents and great-grandparents. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to every one that is to come. And to singles, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12, 1. And to the fatherless, to orphans, to widows, widowers, the handicapped, those who bear special burdens, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. For Puritan Reformed Seminary and Macanya Theological College, its theological students, instructors, staff, families, volunteers, take heed to thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. And for the whole congregation, Cast off the works of darkness and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 13, 13 and 14. So our text this morning is the last three verses of Romans 13. We saw Lord's Day, last Lord's Day, verse 11. And now we continue with verses 12 through 14. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. With God's help, we want to look at this theme this morning, facing the future as soldiers of light. Facing the future as soldiers of light. Three simple thoughts. First, be prepared. Second, be equipped. Third, put on Christ. Be prepared, be equipped, put on Christ. Well, dear congregation, the old year has fled from us, leaving behind a tale of ups and downs, sorrows and joys, tears and happy times. And a new year beckons us, holding in its womb Mercies and trials, comforts and distresses, darkness and light, life and death. None of us can tell what tomorrow will bring. Could we look through the coming hours and days and weeks and months? Could we count the headaches and the heartaches which await us, the disappointments and vexations we may experience, the distresses we'll have to pass through the losses and crosses we'll suffer. We might well be overwhelmed. And our minds might be clouded with despair. But God wisely conceals these things from our view. 
lest we fear what should not be feared, lest we forget before such a prospect that our Savior is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. He who has been faithful in the past, who has brought us through every affliction until today, He will do it again. He will do it again. Because He doesn't change. Could He change? Then we should despair. But He remains the same forever. And so all the kindness, all the love, all the tenderness, the pity, the compassion, the majesty, which His people need in this year, He will supply. He has the same praying heart He's always had on January 1, 2019. For the last 2,000 years, He who sympathizes with the widow of Nain, who has compassion on the hungry multitude, who wept with the sisters of Lazarus, He's alive. He's at the right hand of the Father today. The same Jesus who ministered to the Syrophoenician woman, the adulteress at the well, the thief upon the cross, is still deeply interested in your business, your welfare today. He's lovingly concerned to do us good. And He's ready to help the needy in their every trial. There's not a single step that you will take in 2019 which He hasn't mapped out for you on the grand chart of God's foreordination. You'll meet nothing this year that will surprise your God. His supplies will never prove too little. You'll meet nothing for which His heart will prove too cold. Nothing for which His wisdom will prove to be foolishness. Everything awaiting you you will be supplied with grace to bear. The mercies you need, the grace you seek, the strength you require, the wisdom you pray for, the comfort you ache for, these are all provided by the good hand of our God for His glory and your welfare. Christ's wisdom devises your way and His infinite love directs your step. He is unswervingly committed this year, as always, dear child of God, to your increasing conformity to His Son. And He'll spare nothing, not your flesh, not the lust of your flesh, to keep you from casting off the works of darkness, and putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now that does not mean, however, that we should be inactive. When God saves a sinner, He's called to a life of activity, independency upon the Holy Spirit of God. And so the three points of this sermon are all to be done through the channel of the grace of the Holy Spirit. You can't be prepared without Him, be equipped without Him, and put on Christ without Him. But we're called to be co-laborers with Him 
in these endeavors in the Christian life. And so we need to know the importance of preparation. We must be prepared. Paul is saying in this text, as well as in Ephesians 6 that I read to you, that the Christian life is a battlefield. It's a holy war. There's a struggle going on. Believers are not exhorted in these passages as if life is just an unending vacation. We're not told, put on your casual clothes. But we're exhorted as soldiers, put on the armor of light, Paul says at the end of verse 12. In other words, we're in the army. We can't go AWOL. We're serving the King of Kings. We can't be sleeping, as we heard, lounging last Lord's Day. We must be prepared because the enemy is prepared. The enemy is active. The enemy has considerable armor at his disposal. Paul is saying to us, souls are dying. Get ready to stand guard. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. The great and glorious day. Will we make it through 2019 before the Lord comes? We don't know. The day is coming. We hear the footsteps of the Master. The cup of iniquity is filling up fast in the nation and in the world. We're approaching the end of a long night of sin. And the day is dawning. The day of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we must put off the works of darkness. We must be prepared to do the works of light. Especially when we're surrounded with darkness. When the workers of iniquity are scurrying around. And when like a thief who has not accomplished his mission, works fast. When he sees the first ray of light beginning to dawn. Because he loves the darkness and not the light. We must be a reversal of that. As a thief hates the floodlights coming on, as he's stealing, we must welcome the floodlight of God's grace. We must walk in the light, says Paul. That's the way to live. That's the way to face a new year. All the lying, the honest dishonesty, the cheating, the blasphemy, the filthy talk, the excessive partying, the moral looseness, the wickedness flooding our land, the pornography, the wicked support these things. But the righteous want to walk in the light. You see, the wicked are like night crawlers. They burrow under some stone. They come out at night. They hide under the rocks in the daytime because they don't like the light. And you roll away the stone. They slither away into the darkness. Such are the wicked. Paul is saying. But God has planted His church in the midst of the wicked. He's planted His church to walk in the light. He's planted His church to cast off the works of darkness and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're to be ready. We're to be ready for 2019. We're to cry out on January 1, help me to walk in the light, Lord. All 365 days. Help me to cast off every work of darkness. Help me to be prepared to fight the good fight. But how do you do that? Well, you've got to be equipped. That's our second thought. You've got to be equipped. And Paul tells us 
how to be equipped. In a negative and a positive. Two imperatives, two exhortations. Cast off. Get undressed from the dress of this world. And put on, get dressed with the works of light. With the Lord Jesus Christ who is the light of the world. That's really what the Christian life is all about. Casting off and putting on. And the word casting off here in Greek has a sense of urgency to it. There's an urgent haste that is commanded. Put off. It's like, it's like if you're late for something and you've got to change your clothes. You, you, you take them off. You don't hang them back up in your closet. You don't have time. You just throw them to one side and, and away you jump in the car and you're gone. You're late for your appointment. That's Paul's urgency here. You've got to get dressed rightly, but it's, it's an urgent matter. Cast off every filthy rag of your own righteousness and throw on the Lord Jesus Christ and get out and be soldiers in the light to fight the battles of Jesus. Get dressed as quickly as you can. You know, as soldiers, one of the uh, things when we when I was in the army, one of the jokes among the soldiers was, "Hurry up and wait." You always had to. You always had to hurry. They always were pushing you, and then you get there and you have to wait. But the Christian life is a lot like that. You you've got to hurry. You've got to get out in the battle, and often in the battle, there's times of waiting. Waiting on the Lord, waiting for light, waiting for guidance. But you've got to get out on the battlefield. You've got to be dressed for battle as well. For soldiers of light, we cannot fight with the clothing of darkness. You can't be engaged in battle with mere night clothing. You've got to dress according to your calling. If you're a fireman, You dress with fire protective clothing. If you're a carpenter, a farmer, a businessman, you dress accordingly. You take certain tools with you, certain equipment. When a thief goes in at night to steal, he's dressed in a certain way too. He's often dressed in dark clothing, covers his face, takes a gun or a knife with him. He's dressed for the works of darkness. Paul says, Cast off the works of darkness. Get dressed for the works of light. Thank you for listening to Doctrine for Life with Dr. Joel Beakey, a ministry of the Gospel Trumpet. Please consider supporting the broadcast of Doctrine for Life with your financial gifts. For more information on how to donate to this ministry and to download free booklets or audio files of previous broadcasts, please visit our website at gospeltrumpet.net. That's gospeltrumpet.net. William Ames said, Theology is the doctrine of living to God. May God write the doctrines of the Bible upon your heart so that you may truly live.